Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. I am Matthew Van Wilder. Sitting next to me is my co-host, Mr. Louis Del Figgio. Ayo! How's it going, everybody? Um, this is our sixth week here on iTunes, and it has been an amazing six episodes. I think last week would probably be our most entertaining, like enter- not even like informant or anything like that, or informative, or uh, even really that valuable, being as how we didn't have a producer, and... Um, because of our lack of producer, um, last like the last song we accidentally played it twice, <laughs> and there was like parts where like the song would cut me off and stuff like that, and it was just like ridiculous. What did you think of last week's episode, Lou? <laughs> it definitely was funny. I didn't even notice we played the song twice until I actually downloaded it. I know it was. <laughs> I remember laying there in my bed and, and like listening to the podcast, and like I listened to ninety six White Bitter Beings, and um. Like it, it was at the part where it ended, but I didn't even notice because I was doing something else. I was playing video games or something, and uh, I'm like, "Holy shit, this song is going on pretty long." <laughs> I'm like, "Didn't I hear this already?" I'm like, "Oh shit, we accidentally put it twice." <laughs> I was I was waiting for the fancy outro, so I noticed that it played twice. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, exactly. Our not so fancy outro. Dun <laughs> 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 dun. <Dant, dant. laughs> right, and you so. may have noticed that. Um we have no intro. We don't, no, yeah, because uh, the last one, when I did it, it kind of sucked. So uh, we didn't have an intro thing where it goes, you know, like, here's your host, Matthew Van Wilder. But uh, I do that myself, so yeah, I am Matt Wilder, this is Louis Del Figuio. We are, again, uh, without producer Guy Phil, because he is in his new home in Richmond Hill, where I will soon be joining him, and uh, we're going to resume our posts in the podcast and it's going to be me and him and sadly we're going to be without louis because he can't make it up because he has a permanent kind of stay here in and also i'm a little fat and you're a little fat and you're a little fat so you can't even get up there okay um okay um i gotta get into this because uh without our producer guy here we do really wish he was here because it makes he makes everything so so much easier and uh you know he does everything for us you know he I never realized how actually hard this is without him. So we do miss you, Phil, and we do hope to see you very soon. I will, at least, uh, on Friday, this Friday. We're doing this on Monday, uh, December 5th. And on December 9th, I will be joining you. So uh, you're in our hearts right now, and uh, you're here in spirit, not in body or skill. And, uh, yeah, so so yeah, we do miss you, Phil, and... Uh, Hope you're having fun. Uh, producer Guy uh, Phil did have a song request this week, and it was This Fire Burns by Killswitch Engage, but Louis doesn't have that song on his uh, music thing, and we can't download it, so sadly we're going to have to wait for next week to do that. But uh, I didn't forget, Phil. I didn't forget. All right. So we did promise you that this week on the podcast that we would have Louis calling Quest or some Dateline and, and fucking with the chip. Yeah, it didn't work because um, Quest actually wants you to give them a credit card and set up an account and everything, even though they say it's free. Um, they did say it was free. We didn't have luck with the free part. The way we did it, too, was we did it on Skype, so... Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, we couldn't set up payments, or, set up payments or anything like that, and and the Skype thing really helped us with what we ended up doing because it doesn't have uh, a number per se. So what we decided to do instead, and because we never disappoint here on the Matt Wilder podcast, we are for the people, and we did record three very intensely funny, like oh my god, like shit yourself type funny prank calls. And we did them um, to businesses. Like, we didn't prank call people. We prank, we prank called businesses. And it's actually really, really, uh, really entertaining. So we're going to bring you those later on in the show after our first song. We're going we're gonna to bring you those after the first song. And then after we're done with those and we present you with a second song, we're going to tell the story about how Louis, me, and producer guy Phil, along with a bunch of other people, all tried to be internet sensations, so to speak, internet video sensations, and uh, an, interesting uh, an interesting story that is, uh, Louis. Yeah, it was a little bit of a fail, but I enjoyed it. All right, um, 
I really, uh, we wanted to bring this up, or I did at least. Um, I, th I believe it was yesterday that I was here. Um, I had just been sleeping. I, I just slept. I slept over at your house on Saturday, right? Um, yeah, Saturday, I think. Right. And we watched the UFC uh, Ultimate Fighter finale, which saw Diego Brando win his. I think he was lightweight. No, no, he was featherweight. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. He was the featherweight Ultimate Fighter. And uh, little, John little John Dodson yeah. was the bantamweight title or bantamweight ultimate fighter, and uh, we were, were very proud of those two because uh, we those were our picks. We the knew they time. were going to win. We absolutely, we absolutely Pretty did. Much Pretty much the whole night was uh, it was, was it was entertaining. It was like obviously like they're all great fighters. But um, it was pretty much predictable until, of course, we got to the main event, which, um, not since, I think it's like uh, the first time since uh, The Ultimate Fighter Season 6, I think. Uh, I could be wrong. But uh, it was the coaches pitted against each other. It was Michael Bisbing versus Jason Miller in the main event. And, uh, and uh, shocked the world, shocked the world. Or, at anyway. or at least us anyway. Because yeah. I've been burning up my Facebook, been burning up my Facebook for the past couple of days saying how uh, Bisbing was going to get his fucking ass handed to him and he was going to get murdered. And uh, Jason Ellis talked about on his on his serious radio show on Faction. You can listen to that if you have serious radio at 3 o'clock every single day. Jason Ellis show. And uh, Mayhem does Mayhem Mondays. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Jason Ellis is a huge uh, Mayhem Miller guy. They're they're good friends, and uh, the whole time on his show, he was talking about how Miller was going to choke out Bisbing, how uh, he was going to get murdered and all this shit. And uh, I believed him, and I really really wanted it to happen. But maybe you can maybe you can explain this a little bit better than I can. He came. Miller came in super energetic. Yeah, he was. He won the first round definitely. Yeah. He yeah, came like he came in like a fucking Spitfire, like no other. He, like no other. he definitely won the first round. Got a good takedown in there, uh, a, a, a few really good punches, and um, but after that, it was all downhill from there. He, I guess he got blown up. It was just an adrenaline dump, I guess. In the words of Joe Rogan, <laughs> he said that like fifty times. But yeah, I was severely disappointed at the fact that Mayhem lost. Mayhem lost in the third round. There was five rounds. Mayhem lost in the third round due to TKO because he just couldn't do it anymore. Bisbing was laying it on. Not even that hard either. Like Bisbing the whole time was like, um, should I fucking hit him more? Okay, I, you know what, this fight was enough to, just for somebody to think that that fight was fixed. Like, all right. Bisbing, it looked like he was holding back so much. I think he was confused because he was like, uh, what the hell? <laughs> and Miller, which, you know, a lot of people do this, but he's like, hit me, bud. Hit me. Yeah, yeah, he was like throwing his arms out. He was like, hit me, hit me and shit. He was smiling at him, you know, and Bisbing, that, that pissed him off, I guess, and made him hit him harder. But like, he'd do that and then he'd just fall over dead because he was so tired. It's like, why would you make him hit you? Why would you let him hit you if you were going to be that tired, you retired? Because that's mayhem. That's the way he is, man. That's like if you watch any of his old fights in Japan or even in his first fight back in 2005 against uh, against George St. Pierre. Uh, he's always like Yeah, but he done fucked up. He did. He did done fucked up. But he did offer a uh, apology of sorts. Not really an apology, but uh, an explanation of sorts on his Twitter and his Facebook saying that he got tired, he, he got beat, and uh, he's going to come back strong next time. So uh, I'm not any less of a Mayhem fan than I was before. I'm a huge fan of Jason Miller. He's a great guy. He's amazing personality. Did you see the Ultimate Fighter when he fucking came in in his underwear on the bicycle yeah. that was like half That was like the best episode ever. That was amazing. That was amazing. Fighters Only Magazine uh, called Miller the most outrageous host or coach in the Ultimate Fighter history. And Bisbing was actually um, a coach previously on the Ultimate Fighter. And he's the Ultimate Fighter 3 winner. But he was a coach before when it was him versus Dan Henderson. It was Team UK versus Team USA. And Bisbing got his ass handed to him by Dan Henderson in that yeah, fight. That, 
Miller kept bringing that up throughout the whole season too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying something like, saying something like "You got one of the most famous getting knocks out in all of UFC history" and stuff like that, right? And uh, yeah. So anyway, best of luck to Miller in his in his training, you know, because obviously he's got to work on his cardio because he fucking got blown up so easily. He was tired within like. I don't know. Just at, I think he started he went getting into, tired at the end of round He went into one. the second round. He was already dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Somehow he made it to the third, but he just couldn't make it, and uh, the referee stopped it, and uh, that was it. And everybody in the world was fucking disappointed. But but Bisbing went out. Uh, he was he was pretty courteous. All of a sudden, he grew up. Yeah, within the three seconds of them staring at each other with the ref uh, telling them the rules, the three seconds between that and walking back to their sides of the cage, he grew a heart. Yeah, so really, I think that Bisbing, his whole attitude is like kind of like a... Um, uh, bipolar, so to speak, a gimmick, so to speak. Not really bipolar, but like it's kind of a gimmick, you know. He's he's the British dick, I guess, right? Something else about Bisping too. He, if you listen to his accent, he jumps around nationalities like a motherfucker. Like, okay, first he's English, and then he'll start sounding Scottish, and then he'll start sounding fucking Finnish, and then he'll start sounding Irish. I'm from Wales. <laughs> It's just, it's almost, it's almost impossible to do an impression of Michael. That Bisping. was a terrible impression on my part, but whatever. It was, it was indeed. It was, it was indeed. All right, so, All right, so something else too. Uh, something else too. Uh, the next morning when I woke up at your house, um, it was about one o'clock because we didn't <laughs> fucking go to sleep. Like five. <laughs> yeah, we went to sleep at like five because we stayed up all night watching South Park and munching on Doritos. We even went to McDonald's and I ate a McFlurry at midnight thirty. Yep. 30 minutes after midnight. But one thing we did have a conversation about was I wondered um, if you, like, okay, please don't have any negative opinions of me because I'm saying this or whatever, but the word cunt is like the worst thing you can possibly call a female, am I right? Um, yes, so they say. Right. Okay. Right. So okay. I so I understand that, that. and I don't, and I don't normally, normally call girls that unless it, you know, unless you know, it's extreme conditions, and they really deserve it. You know, it's not really a word that you throw I've around. A few that, I gotta admit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so have I, but they yeah, definitely it. they deserved it all the way. But uh, but uh, your ex girlfriend's aside. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what we did discuss was that we don't re- that guys don't really have. A word that we get called that is that carries that much uh, power, so to speak. I mean, everybody knows what a cunt is, but like, okay, we get called a dick. I've been called a dick. I don't know how many times in my lifetime, and it's never really affected me as much as it does girls when they get called the c word. I'm gonna refer to it as the c word. I, I remember when you were saying this before, and you're like. You know how girls get called that and they hate it. It's the worst thing you can call a girl. Well, right. I don't get that offended when somebody calls me a cock. It's like, yeah, exactly. nobody calls you that, dude. <laughs> nobody Who calls you that? a cock. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, if anybody out there can think of a word that guys get called that offends them so deeply as if you're a woman being called the C word, I'd really like to know. Because, in my opinion, we don't have that and it's not fair. Um, it's fair. Um, it's, no, it's not fair at all. No, it's not fair at all because uh, like guys, what are you feminist? Like guys, feminist well, no, no, no. I, well, no, no, no. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for equal rights. I enjoy women. I like being on the good side of all women. So, well, don't call them so, the c word, uh, then you'll be fine. No, no, I won't. <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> okay, one thing that we do have over girls is that we have a interesting kind of stigma nickname to people who prevent to guys who prevent other guys from having sex is called a cock blocker, right? Right. Okay. Right. So, okay. So, like, what do girls like, have, what girls that, have like, what, that, like, what, if a girl prevents another girl from getting laid, what is it called? Oh, there was, I can't remember what the name was now, but I, there was a name for it. I, I, I invented kind of a Actually, thing. I think they still call them cock blocks, but there was another word I heard. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I actually heard this from, I think it was Dane Cook, and he invented, and he invented the word, the word twat, swatters. twat swatters. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's twat swatters. And I'm right like I'm right behind that. You know, I, I always do that. That's the word I say. And uh, you guys can jump in on that if you want. And uh, if it trends on Twitter, I'm going to probably explode all over my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twat swatters hashtag <laughs> so yeah there's something so yeah there's something that we have over girls but at the same time i think it would be really cool if we had a name that offended us so incredibly why do you think that's cool then they're gonna start calling you that no i know but no i know but it'll just be you know i'm for equal rights you know and so i'm sure all the women out there listening the two of them out there that are listening to this right now would agree with me well until they come up with a word that offends me so deeply I'm not going to give them any ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, if you say so. Well, you can Twitter me and, and uh, talk to me. Or you can twatter him. You can twatter me. You can twatter me. Yes, of course. That's awesome. All right. So my Twitter account is <laughs> at Matt Van Wilder. There's capitals, and uh, Louis over here is Louis, at Louis Del Figio. Of course. My email is instantclassic2323 at hotmail.com. You can email me with uh, questions, concerns. Uh, if you're an independent band, you can send us an MP3 of your work, and we will put it on the podcast. Um, speaking of which, I think that it is time for our first song. All right, so this is going to be... Um, which one should we do first? Let's do System of a Down first. Okay, let's do System of a Down, Violent Pornography. Enjoy.
God, I love that song. Yeah, it's the best song ever. It's freaking awesome. Anyway, um, we did say that we were going to present you with our prank calls that we did. So I think we'll we'll do Louis first, and then we'll and I have two, so then we'll we'll do mine. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, do you want to explain this one? It's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Well, what are you doing? I was calling Toys R Us. All right. Well, here we go. You ready? Yep. Okay. I hope you're ready because this is freaking hilarious. And go. Okay, so I'm gonna call Toys R Us, and uh, it's gonna be freaking hilarious. Yep. Here we go. Thank you for calling Toys R Us Baby Fresh Berry, your baby registry headquarters. For store hours and location, press 1. For customer service, press 2. For electronics, press 3. For baby, press 4. For One moment, please. Hi, um, I'm looking for some brand new toys for Christmas. But some I'm, brand new toys for Christmas? Yeah, I'm not really sure what to get though. Okay, how can I help you? Do you what do you have for new? I don't want used. Used is kind of gross. Brand new. I want brand Our whole store has brand new toys. Like brand brand new? Yeah, that's all we carry is brand new stuff. Okay, um, well, what do you have for swings? Do you, for swings? Yeah, do you carry swings? Can you give me a Yeah, what kind of swing would you like? Um, a dry humping one. Really? Seriously, well, do you know what you're... Uh, well, you know, like a sex swing, I don't know. We don't carry those here. Okay, well, what do you have for other sensual toys? <laughs> what about electronics? Are we done this conversation now? What about electronics? There's nothing that vibrates. No? No. Okay, I need to get back to work now, so you have a great night. Oh, we and will now. What? Well, how am I supposed to have a great night when I don't have any of my toys? Hold on one second, okay? And that's where it ended because she took, like, a uh, big pause because you... And then you were like, well, she, let's yeah, just hang up. She put me on hold and it was wasting my Skype minutes and, you know, I didn't really want to talk to her manager. I'm pretty sure she was going to tell her manager, but I'll tell you what, I guarantee we made that girl's life because, like, she sounded maybe about, like, mid, like early 20s... Like, you know, late teens, you know, and I think that probably made her uh, job well worth staying there this late, you know, because in my opinion, if I was a customer service rep anywhere and somebody did that, I would be telling that story for years. <laughs> you just keep talking to them. You wouldn't want to go back to work. Watch, watch that. Uh, she actually listens to this. <laughs> She's like, that damn Louis Del Figueroa. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into one of mine now. And um, sh which one should we do first out of mine? Um, I did two. Let's go with the... Um, shit. Wh okay, the you did People's, people's one and or what? Uh, Value Mart. I did the Value Mart here in Lindsay. And the People's uh, Jewelry Store. Um, Which one? They're both equally hilarious. Yeah, let's go with People's first. All right, we're going to go with the People's one first. So enjoy. Check it out. Here we go. Jewelers, Caitlin, speaking. How can I help you? Hi, uh, my name's Matthew. I'm looking for um, a special kind of jewelry. You know, uh, my, my wife's anniversary is coming up pretty soon, and uh, I want a special kind. You know, what would you say would be the best? I'm looking on your website right now, so if you could just uh, point me in the right direction, that'd be great. Um, what year anniversary is it? What year? 
Oh, yeah. it's, it's our third anniversary. Third anniversary? Yes. Um, well, a lot of people, if you have, like, if you did, say, a channel set band as your wedding band, some people buy um, another anniversary band or the same kind of band to finish off her set. Right. Or you could do a diamond pair of earrings or a diamond necklace or an anniversary band. Okay. It really depends on what she likes to wear. Okay. Well, yeah. um, um, okay. Say that I wanted my wife to let me, um, give her anal sex. What would be the perfect ring to give her? Did she just hang up on me? Hey. That was rude. Excuse Hello? Hello? She was like, <laughs> like, it's my wife's anniversary coming up. <laughs> oh, <this>. come on. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it was funny because she ha- hung up like right when I finished the word sex. <laughs> I know. I had her going there too. She actually thought that I was serious. I had so much more things that I was going to say too. Like uh, when she said... Um, uh, it depends on what she likes to wear. I could have said, oh, well, she likes to wear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to wear nothing, but, you know. Uh... <laughs> so that was supposed to go a little bit better than it did, but she kind of just hung up on me. But it was still kind of funny. It was funny. It could have been better, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got one more for you, so enjoy this one by me. Here we go. All right. I'm calling uh, Reed's Valley Mart right now. Check this out. Oh, shit. Okay, uh... Down here. Wait, wait. Down there. Okay. Fucked up the button. Okay, there we go. Ready? Hi, uh, my name's Matthew. I'm looking to um, engage in a position in your business. Uh, have you put in a resume in an application yet? Well, the thing is, when I put in my application and resume, there wasn't like a spot where I could like put the position I wanted, and I didn't really know what positions you guys had, so I was wondering if you could uh, help me out there. Um... I don't have them here on file. The best thing to do would be to bring in another resume and fill out the application because the application has well, right on it. Okay. Well, well, I'm interested in like, uh, you know, the regular positions like missionary, doggy, you know, like reverse cowgirl perhaps. Um, it's it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to decide between my favorites, you know. What What's your favorite position? Oh! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> okay, you didn't know what I was going to say cuz that was actually the first one that we that we recorded. So you didn't know what I was going to do. No, I didn't. So w- what was in your mind while I was talking? Like you were like, "What the well, hell is he going to after- say?" After, like, the third time you said positions or something, I was starting to get it, but... Yeah, I said position, like, eight times. <laughs> I wanted to really drill that in, because then, you know, that way, uh, it would be, you know, everybody would get it. Like, eventually, I think, if everybody listening right now, I think eventually, like, probably the fourth time I said position, they were like, oh my god, he's gonna say he wants to do, like, sex positions. <laughs> you know what, actually, I think she was totally clueless, but... She thought you were retarded or something. She's like, um, well, it says on the application. <laughs> That's exactly the same as the chick from uh, yeah. <laughs> from Toys R Us thought yeah, you were like, a fucking retard. What? They're <laughs> all brand new. And she's like, what are you talking about? You mean about? toys for Christmas? <laughs> um, <laughs> every toy is for Christmas. <laughs> all the toys are brand new. What are you talking about? Our whole store has brand new things, and you're just like, I don't know what the fuck I want. (laughs) What do you have for swings? (laughs) All right, well, that was fucking amazing. Um, 
So yeah, I hope you did enjoy that. Um, we gave you three because we're like, well, they're gonna be disappointed at the fact that we that we couldn't do the quest thing. I, I, please like take this into account. We really did try. We tried for like oh, an shit. hour. We tried like five different chat lines too. Yeah. So we we really did try, and we hope that you guys enjoyed that. We enjoyed it. My God, that was freaking hilarious. Yeah. So um, we're gonna give you another song right now, and then we're gonna get into this story, and uh, we're gonna cap it off with another song, and uh, we'll see if we can have you know some entertaining shenanigans going on around here. All right, so let us now present you with "Bullet" by Hollywood Undead. My legs are tangling off the edge The bottom of the bottle is my only friend I think I'll slip my wrist again And I'm gone, 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 gone My legs are tangling off the edge My stomach full of pills getting work again I'll put a bullet in my head And I'm gone, 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 gone Gone too far, yeah, I'm gone again It's gone on too long, tell you how it ends I'm sitting on the edge with my two best friends What's a bottle? A bottle of gin I'm 20 stories up Yeah, up at the top I polished off this bottle Now it's pushing me off Asphalt to me Has never looked so soft I bet my mama found my letter Now she's calling the cops I gotta take this opportunity Before I miss it Cause now I hear the sirens And they're off in the distance Believe me when I tell you That I've been persistent Cause I'm more scarred More scarred than my wrist is. I've been trying too long With too dull of a knife But tonight I made sure That I sharpened it twice I never bought a soup Okay, that was creepy. That, <laughs> that last part. <laughs> that is the bet, like the happiest song about suicide it's you'll the ever hear. Happiest suicide song. I remember the first time you you showed me this song. You were like, "Okay, you gotta listen to this song because it's so remarkably upbeat and happy, but it's about killing yourself." <laughs> and if everybody listening didn't realize that it's about killing yourself, I want you to go back and listen to it again right now. Just go back and listen to it again because uh, you at some point. Like, the beat really takes you over, and you don't even notice what the lyrics are. Because <laughs> it's so overwhelming. But yeah, it's about killing yourself. All right. Um, so let's get into this story, because uh, I guarantee it's going to take um, the rest of the time we have to tell it. So this is what happened. Was that I was sitting at the computer one day on uh, YouTube, and I was watching 
like a long time ago, back in like 2007 or something, uh, WWE.com had this thing called the Dirt Sheet, and it was with uh, WWE superstars John Morrison and The Miz, and uh, I found it so remarkably entertaining, and it was only like four minutes long, like three minutes, two minutes long, not long at all. So I got it in my head that I'm like, you know what, why don't we, me and Phil that is, because whatever I do, Phil is up for. I got all these crazy ideas. Phil's always my number two, uh, exhibit A, this podcast. But uh, anyway, I call him up and I'm like, hey, uh, how'd you like to be John Morrison in this little uh, little show here that I'm thinking about doing? And of course he's like, oh, hell yeah, man, sure. When are we doing it? What are we doing? So basically what we did was we sat on my bed with a camera in front of us. I put a fedora on and uh, Phil threw some sunglasses on and uh, that was about it. And we just basically sat there and talked about stuff. Like it was total improv. Like we we did it about five minutes, six minutes. Uh, sometimes we did 11 minutes. One, one episode was 11 minutes long. And uh, among our little circle of friends, it was pretty popular. Uh, Louis, did you watch it? Yeah, I was watching it uh, from the beginning, and then I think I came in around the 10th episode or 9th or something. You came in on the 10th, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did 10 episodes of The Dirt Sheet, and uh, we we threw a lot of creative things in there. You can watch all of them, actually, still uh, on my Facebook page. You can go, you can search Matthew Van Wilder. I'm on Facebook, and... um, you go into my pictures, you can find all the Dirt Sheet episodes. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the experience, it really was, and it gave us uh, a lot of creative uh, practice, in a way. And it kind of prepared us, in a way, to do this podcast. I'm going to put that on my resume. What, that you were a former internet video guy? Former internet sensation. <laughs> I don't know if we were really sensations. We never went up on YouTube or anything, because when I tried to put it up on YouTube, it was like... Uh, it took way too long to upload, so I put them on Facebook, and it was uh, exclusive to Facebook. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm a sensation, as I, and I always have been, <laughs> and that's what she said. <laughs> this is why we have him on, folks. <laughs> and, uh, okay, uh, so of course we have the dirt sheet, and it's, uh, it's a pretty big hit with everybody, and uh, being the way I am... I advertise the shit out of it. Like, of course, I'm on my Facebook like I am with my podcast. You know, I was on every week. I was like, you know, new Dirt Sheet episode on right now. You know, go watch it. You'll enjoy the hell out of it and all this. And and, uh, I was pretty much the El Capitan when it came to uh, getting it online and uh, producing it and all that stuff. Um, I worked the movie maker and whatnot. And I got a lot of good practice out of that. And um, we moved into um, the 10th episode, and it was a culmination of a storyline that we started where our friend Jamie came on, and he was like a hacker, and he (laughs) would like sporadically appear, and I called Jamie late at night one night. I think it was like a Saturday night, and it was at 11 o'clock at night, and and I was just editing the episode when um, I got this idea in my head after watching like... I think it was the return of Chris Jericho to WWE Raw when he just came on and he had like the code that just appeared and it was like really creepy and it would just appear randomly throughout the show. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm going to start doing that for the dirt sheet, but I need a character that we can intro- excuse me, that I can introduce. So, I call my buddy Jamie up and I'm like, "Hey man, um can you just record yourself using your camera? Just uh, do something really like maniacal and, and stuff. Something like, uh, oh, I'm a hacker and I'm going to take over your show and, and all this. And I'm going to shut you down because you suck or whatever. <laughs> it's like, your show sucks. I'm going to sh- come there and shut you down. And eventually he appeared. Like um, the video would show him in his house. And then it would show him being like, all right, I'm coming down there right now. And then he'd get up and run away. And then we did like the little static thing on uh, like, and we did the static and it came back to us and uh, like within 10 seconds, the lights went out. We had our friend Eric standing like right next to the light switch and he would turn it off after we cued him. We would <laughs> say something to just turn the lights off and we're like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? What is this? What's going on? And like he would turn the lights back on and Jamie would be sitting next to us. So he went from a hacker to a magician. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, like the the whole story was that he has like supernatural powers and of like computer and he could like 
transport himself through the computer. Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> All right, so that was the basic premise of it. Somebody needs to answer the phone. And uh, so the thing was, when at the end of the episode, he the lights went out again. We had this fight over this remote control that was actually for my VCR, but we like talked about how it was like, I press this button and the whole show goes off I, off the air or whatever. Yes. And little do they know, it's not a live show. So <laughs> it's totally pre-taped, so it's not going to go off the air. But it was a pretty good concept. And uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Jamie was standing there, was sitting there with our Slammy Award, and Phil was nowhere in sight, and I was knocked out behind him. Uh, and Jamie was wearing my fedora, my trademark fedora hat, and Phil's trademark aviator glasses. And he held the slammy, and he was like, and he did our little catchphrase at the end of the show. He was like, "Be jealous," and that was our thing. We would do it at the end of every show, and that became our gimmick because we were John Morrison and The Miz. And uh, so that was our thing, and we started doing that, and it was brilliant. We had the best time ever. Like you were a part of a couple of the episodes. Like, yeah, you had was, fun with it. I was in a few of them. You had fun with it. And uh, it got to about the 10th episode, and we're like, okay, this is like the 10th episode. Like, it's it's like the anniversary and everything, and it's got to be a big deal and everything. So we shot it outside of the studio. Nor Like, all the other episodes were in my bedroom or the Dirt Sheet Studios. And uh, this one we shot outside. So right then and there, it was a huge change. So I'm like, all right, well, let's take this a little bit further. So I made a Watch the Dirt Sheet t-shirt like with marker and i like turned a white <laughs> t-shirt inside out I seen and that. just write it <laughs> i wrote the miz on the front and on the back it said uh watch the dirt sheet and uh so yeah we stood outside and we did our little shtick and uh that was the first appearance of todd and he held the camera for us that whole time yeah his name was bob todd on the show yeah we couldn't use louis del figio so um it was bob todd on the show and uh, the thing about it was, because um, we couldn't think of anything to call you, so we just randomly took a couple of names and threw it together. You had two first names, just like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that yeah, was the joke. Yeah. The fact that you had two first names. So um, we, did the, we did the 10th episode, and it was the huge culmination. My girlfriend at the time uh, was in one of the episodes as like a random girl that apparently I left at the airport, and she jumped on the bed and like strangled me, and that's how that show ended. And we brought it back. Uh, we brought her back for the last episode as kind of like the evil sidekick, like the accomplice of the evil hacker, Jamie, you know. <laughs> and he wore a Chris Jericho t-shirt that said Y2J on it, and he became Y2Jamie. I just got a text that says I'm amazing. Oh, shit. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Bring your spirits up. <laughs> so, yeah, so... um that was a huge culmination to everything that we did. And uh, basically, when we finished that, we were standing there scratching our heads as to what the hell we were going to do next. Because how are we going to make it better than that? And I'm like, well, I watched a lot of uh, Jackass, and I watched a lot of um, The Dude Sins, and uh, Wild Boys, uh, Robin Big, yeah. and uh, a bunch of shows like that. And I became completely inspired as to what we were going to do and i'm like let's shoot the whole thing outside let's shoot us doing like shenanigans and and whatnot and uh and it's going to be fantastic and let's call it let's not call it the dirt sheet and we're not going to be the miz and john morrison anymore we're going to be <coughs> bless you we're going to be matt wilder and jmo deville and I forget what your name was. Your name... I think it was still Bob Todd. No, 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 it wasn't. It was something else. Oh, yeah, you were Bobby Light. Was I? Yeah, that was your name. Well, I don't remember that, but that's it was. from I Rob remember. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from I, Rob Big. I remember because I made uh, I made a really cool like intro thing where we'd like walk down our driveway and strike a pose, and like yeah. I would catch that pose, and then like your name would fly up, and it was actually really cool. I'm that actually awesome. really talented when it comes to uh, video editing, but uh, so yeah, I made the intro, and that was the first um, incantation of Matt Wilder. That's where Matt Wilder came from. Like uh, that was the first little thing where I was Matt Wilder. And I was a huge fan of it. We had you, we had me, Phil, our friend Eric, yeah. and uh, anybody else that just randomly sporadically appeared on the show. And it was a fun time, you know. Uh, it was a little bit more controversial in a way. The very first episode, we jumped a huge shark because it was me, 
uh, Louis here and Eric, and without Phil, we did this. And it was the first episode without Phil. The first episode of the Dirty Reality, which is what we called it. Because we're like, it's reality-based and all this, so we called it the Dirty Reality. And um, I think my idea was to make it more like this podcast in a way like i want no boundaries no i want to i want to be able to say fuck i want to be able to say and do whatever i want and um so i really pushed the envelope when i did this mock interview with these two friends of mine who were tattoo artists and um at one point i videotaped them doing a tattoo and i had about six to nine hours of random footage of these guys and uh we just pieced together this little mock interview where we would say something like, uh, we would say something, and then they would say something completely out of context. Yeah. Like, at one point, um, we said, uh, he said, oh, my God, this sucks balls. And then it comes, and it cuts back to us, and we're like, what kind of balls? And then it, sh- it cuts back to him. He's like, oh, shitty balls. <laughs> because he messed up the stencil so many times on his tattoo. And at, like the first time he did it, he's like, oh, shitty balls. <laughs> So it didn't even sound like it was in context, but that was part of the comedy of it. And uh, I tagged them both in it. And uh, the next day, I got the most hateful message comment on the video that I've ever heard before in my life. It was like, okay, you need to go die. You know, we're no longer friends. You know, like this, I hate you from the bottom of my heart. And this was just like, oh my God. Like right now, like right then and there, I got my first taste of like... Uh, controversy and uh, my first taste of how people aren't necessarily going to like all the things that I do. So, um, and that was just the first taste of people not liking this. Uh, It goes on and on. So, we fought like no other to have Louie on the show because we wanted him on the show because he's funny. And we were just like, we got to have you on the show, man. And we we had him on one show and his stepdad watched it. And he like monitored like everything that we did, like he did. At this point, you were, you were getting like really cyber nannied at the point at this point in life, weren't you? Cyber nannied. I've never heard that before, but I yeah, like, like it now. that's what it is. Like you're being cyber nannied. Like he's looking on your Facebook, he's checking all the shit that you're doing, he, and all that, you know. Well, we did a couple things that were a little stupid, I guess, but we were basically basing all everything we did on Jackass. Yeah. I remember we tried uh, BMX jousting at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we BMX joust. We uh at one point you tried to li- you lit um you lit axe on fire like an axe spray. Yeah. And like did the little thing. And uh I played a piano with my dick. <laughs> that was <laughs> so <laughs> we no longer have the videos up, but if you really want to see them, uh I will post them again. But uh Isn't there a couple up? But no 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 there isn't. I took no? them all down. Oh. Uh so fuck. Yeah, I I played a piano with my dick. Uh this kid over here was Lindsay ass Larry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that Dude, was uh Compton inspired by from Compton Viva Terry. Yeah. yeah. And uh <clears throat> It was, uh, I remember my Nana watching it and she couldn't even finish the whole thing. And she went on, she was like, this isn't cool. And I, that hurt me so badly. I'm like, oh my God, like I thought it was awesome and all this. And, and I myself thought it was brilliant, but you know, that's where I learned that you really got to appeal to the masses. You can't just appeal. You can't just put what you think's funny on one thing and really blow it out of proportion, especially when it's on the internet. Like this right here like uh, you choose to buy this podcast it's not it's free you can choose to get this podcast like uh, you know you know exactly what you're going to get and all this it says and everything but the people who watched it who were fans of the dirt sheet were like what the fuck are they doing and then your stepdad fucking saw like the one episode and then flipped out and he was like he was like you know I don't want you doing anything with that Matt kid ever again I don't want you doing anything with him and his internet show or whatever yeah. So elaborate on that. What exactly was the story there? Well, that was pretty much it. We did a couple things that he didn't like, and, uh, you know, so I wasn't allowed to do it anymore. And the whole time, like, there was probably about three episodes, and the whole time throughout the third episode and the second, I tried to get you on camera. Like, we shot at the mill, and that whole time I was trying to get you on camera. 
but you were like, oh, fuck off. And like you were hiding your face and stuff for, and I was in the middle of editing that last episode, the final episode where all I could think of was your stepdad just being like, just bitching at us. And like, he called my mom over something that we did and she bitched at me about it. And like, I'm like, okay, well this is horse shit. You know, I'm, and at this point, this is where, um, I get a little bit stupid and something I really probably shouldn't have done. But, uh, while I was editing that third episode, I, I always did credits. And, uh, at the very end of the credits, I threw in, um, thank you to, uh, Louis stepdad. I, I put his name, but I'm not going to say his name on here. But uh, thank you to Louis' stepdad for not bitching about this episode. And boy, was I wrong that <laughs> that he wasn't going to bitch about it because I got a call from him telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it really gave me a huge wake-up call. Another thing that was really shady in a way was when you called me one day and on the other, like, you have two phones in your house. So your mom was listening on one phone and you were talking to me on another and I was talking but the way that you talked uh, it just didn't seem like you and I was like and and when it came to I knew that he was being like monitored and really like nannied in a way so I was like in my head I'm like oh fuck well his mom or dad or whatever is on the other phone and they're listening right now so I better watch what I say so I got it like you didn't even have to tell me and it turns out that that's exactly what happened we're just uh, got some telekinetic stuff going on right now. Yeah, we're we're connected. I, c- I consider it. You know how twins have that. I guess we do yeah, too. Yeah, that. Um, no comment. No comment. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So um, uh, from then on out, I just I stopped doing the internet videos, and because uh, I'll tell you what, man, I wasn't ready for all the controversy that it stirred up and all the people that I pissed off. Like, I pissed off a lot of people with that, and I was ready for it. I, I thought I was. I thought I was ready for it, and this was years ago. This was in grade 9, 10. Oh, ten yeah, 10. 10. And this was in, like, 2007. I think it was 2008 and a little bit of 2009. Right, right. Yeah. All I know is it was, like, Way back before, like I had, um, I got more confidence now because I'm 18. Like they can't say shit to me now. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And that's why I do this podcast is like, it's a way for me to do what I want to do. And that's connect with the people that, that are entertained by me. And I love entertaining. Like that's the whole point of why I did the internet show in the first place was that I think people would really enjoy this fucking five minutes of me and this other kid sitting here talking. And uh, I a lot of people did enjoy it. And then I got uh, my head up my ass as to how popular we actually were. And uh, I never, I never realized how, you know, you put something on the internet and when you make it known that it's you... It really, really just fucks with your life, you know, like a lot of people hated me after that and I had to, it was a long time before your stepdad liked me again. Like, he didn't like me to begin with and then this happened and I think just now he started to warm up to me. Well, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, there's going to be at least one person that doesn't like it and they're offended by it, but, you know, whatever. I think that's the moral of the story. If you're, if you want to go out and you want to do something like uh, put videos on the internet, have a TV show, have a radio show or a podcast or whatever, you better be ready for the people that are going to come out and say that you fucking suck uh, or, you know, you shouldn't do this or, you know, I'm mad about what you said on your show or whatever, you know. And uh, so far on this podcast, we've gotten nothing but positive reviews. (laughs) That's because uh, your nan hasn't heard it yet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) when i think i i think i um told them this before about how she wanted to hear it but i was like um yeah no i don't think you want to uh if you do keep in mind that i'm 18 now and uh <laughs> it says explicit next to the thing so you know uh expect to hear some fucks and shits and whatnot and uh when i read a book on howard stern and i uh, got really interested in him 
uh, he fucking never listened to the rules. He would be on like regular radio, not even satellite radio. He's on satellite now. But this is the time when he was on regular radio. He brought two prostitutes into his studio and had them like fuck each other right there in the studio. <laughs> like, it, and that's something you're not supposed to do on radio. He did. He broke all the rules, and now he's one of the most richest men on the planet. He's the most famous radio personality ever. Um, mind you, not a lot of people have heard of him because uh, a lot of people are desensitized by movies and television now. But to our radio people who actually care about what happens on the radio, I now have serious radio for my iPod, and I've watched Howard Stern. I've listened to him. Uh, for a long time now and now it's just whenever I want to just click it on and I can listen to Howard and um, it was actually listening to Howard Stern that gave me the idea to actually do this podcast in the first place and not have any boundaries not have any censorship be able to say whatever I want do whatever I want have anybody I want on here that I want and it's perfect and we do it every week and people seem to be enjoying it and uh, yeah you enjoy it don't you? I love it it's like one of the best things ever. I'm actually going to be really sad when you're not going to be able to do it with us anymore. I know, but I got to school. Yeah. Got to go to school. Fucking school. All right, well, that's the story pretty much about how this whole thing began, you know. I got the idea to do a podcast one day uh, listening to The Art of Wrestling and Howard Stern and whatnot, and I'm just like, I, I could do that. I could do that for sure. So I got everything together, and uh, I didn't sleep until I fucking created everything. I did the logo. I actually drew up the logo myself, and uh, I made it myself on like that fucking photo flexor website. And uh, it's it's all about starting something from nothing, man. Like creating uh, something out of absolutely nothing. And uh, I'm fucking glad that you've sat here, listened to my fucking tirade this whole time, and I really hope that you were inspired by it, entertained by it, and. Uh, I hope that you tune in every week. You can listen to our past episodes. You can fucking you can contact me whenever you want. I got a Facebook page, Matt Van Wilder. I got uh, Twitter. I've already told you that. I told you my email. I'm all over the place, man. You don't have to look far to find me. So I hope you enjoyed this episode for myself, Matthew Van Wilder, and Louis Del Figuio. Goodbye. Indeed. All right. Um, I want I wanted that to sound a little more sexy. Let me try that again. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Well, is anybody else turned on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to leave you with this song. And uh, the song is going to be Y'all Want a Single by Korn. So I hope you guys had a wild good time. Enjoy your week. Tune in next week because next week we're going to have Producer Guy Fullback. And I'm going to be broadcasting live from Richmond Hill. So... Please, for the love of God, leave a positive review and a five-star rating, and I will see you next week here on the Matt Wilder Podcast. Y'all want a single seat? Fuck that. That. Fuck that. Y'all want a single seat? Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Y'all want a single seat? Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Y'all want a single seat? Fuck that. They think we're all the same And always we're to blame
bullshit I think is lame It's time to stop the game I think it's time to pay for everything you make me say Y'all wanna see say fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Y'all wanna see say fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Y'all wanna see say fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Y'all wanna see say fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that Fuck that We This was not produced by Rockfist Productions. Dun, dun.